Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Boys, it's Jeremy W. Miller. Neil the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six oh. assists. From oh, oh, oh the the chicken! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, Whoa. Oh, 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 no! Oh, no. Right Don't let him throw it down like that! Victor on the deep phone! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod Podcast. Okay, guys, now we have an Alex Golden from the Setting the Pace podcast here. We're going to talk a little TJ Warren trade, what that means for the Pacers. Um, definitely a big trade for Pacer Nation. I think it's been well-received amongst the fan base. But, Alex, what do you think about the deal, um, and what are the ramifications uh, going forward for the Pacers? Yeah, so, I mean, the fact that the Pacers – basically bringing a guy that they can put right into the rotation and get a second-round pick just for cash, I think that's something that you can't really knock too much. The only thing I would say with T.J. Warren is that he has had some injuries in the past, and so that's something to keep an eye on. He is a little bit undersized for a for power four. He only averages four rebounds for his career, so we know Miles Turner is getting better at rebounding, but that front court uh, can be a little bit scary on the rebounding end, and we saw how that did hurt us a lot with Boston. But one of the things I do like is he shot 43% from three last year. So that is very enticing, especially since Thaddeus Young was not a three-point threat at all. So, yeah, definitely a nice move. Nothing really to be too upset about. I just think that Pacer fans are already writing the wall for or seeing the writing on the wall for Thad Young, but I don't necessarily buy him. Today, yeah, they've said all along that Thad Young is someone they'd like to bring back at the right price. And if Warren is, you know, on this cheap deal, if they bring back Bojan and Thad, I think that that's something that they could still do. And I don't necessarily think that's what they will do, but it's still something that is possible with how much cap space they have available. Yeah, as we sit here today, I think the big thing with TJ Warren is he's going to give us flexibility. He gives us a ton of flexibility to uh, make various trades, make various free agent signings. Uh, and you hit that a little bit. I'm not sure. I think Thad is still in play for us. I would love I'm a big Thad Young fan. I think we know what he does for our locker room. But I do think it gives us some flexibility if we want to let Bogey walk. I mean, cuz TJ yeah. Warren could easily play the 3 um, and there are several three type players available, let's say if they wanted to go after somebody like Tobias Harris or I guess Tobias Harris would be more like a 4, but if you had him and TJ Warren in the same starting 5, I mean, that would be a very formidable stretch three, big three, you know, stretch four situation. So what do you think about Bogey going forward? How does the T.J. Warren deal affect him? Yeah, I mean, the thing is the Pacers can now have some backup if Bojan does get a bigger contract than what they're willing to pay him. So I think right now the Pacers, once they once this deal becomes official on July 6th, we'll have about $33 million in cap space to kind of fill out the rest of the roster. So it just depends on how much you're willing to pay Billy on. I wouldn't pay him more than $18 million 
a year, I think that's a pretty good price for him, especially at his age. I don't expect him to get much better. He might stay the same from the last couple seasons, but uh, I don't think that he's going to be rising anymore with his talent. I think this is who he is, and he's a good player. And I think the Pacers need good players. They need smart players. And they, they need to have familiar faces around as much as we want to see change and we want to see this team get better. They do need to keep some familiar faces around. So honestly, you know, I think Bojan is someone they do prioritize. We've seen the rumors, but it really just depends on the price. And honestly, if they overpay for Bojan, I think that that will end up coming back to bite them in the butt because they still have quite a bit of holes on that bench to fill. And I'm just not sold on uh, McDermott and Leaf getting significant minutes here in the, the next season. All right, so when this episode is going to be released, we'll know who the Pacers pick in the first round. But if you had to guess or a targeted guy you see in that 18 range, who's uh, who's on your list of guys you, you think would uh, fit this team well? Yeah, so there's a couple guys that I've been pretty high on. Uh, I like I like Grant Williams a lot from Tennessee. I think he's a plug-and-play guy right now. I, I love P.J. Washington's upside. I think that he's a young player that could really develop. He's a good three-point shooter as well. I think he increased his three-point percentage by 19% from his rookie season to his sophomore season at Kentucky. Now, there's an intriguing player, um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker from Virginia Tech, that I'm really enamored with. Uh, he's cousins with Shea Gilgis Alexander, somebody that could really help that backcourt a little bit. And I think he'd be very complimentary to Aaron Holiday off the bench. And honestly, a hometown boy, I don't want to sound too hometownish, but don't say Romeo it. Langford, I think that he is, if he's there at 18, I think he has the potential and the upside that you look for in a draft pick at 18 to go after somebody that can, you know, just maybe eventually become something. And I know that wrist injury did kind of hinder him last year, but also I thought Archie Miller's offense was horrible last year at Indiana. And I think it's funny how he was the go-to guy in high school, people were, you know, coming out of the streets to see him play oh, in high yeah. school. He has yeah. one mediocre season, underwhelming year at IU, and now everybody is down on him. So yeah. uh, he's not on the top of my list, but I do think he is there. And then lastly, depending on what they do with Turner and Sabonis, because we know Sabonis wants to play more, there is a possibility. There was a report out today they could look at Bull Bull uh, from Oregon. Not my, not my choice, but I do think that, his upside is his three-point shooting, his size. I mean, it's just interesting. He was in the top ten before he got injured. So, yeah, I mean, that those are those are five guys that I have my eyes on, and it'll probably none of the above. So <laughs> knowing the Pacers will probably end up drafting uh, Rui Hachimura, who I am not high on. But uh, those are my five right there. I think Rui's going to go to the Suns. That's my official prediction. I got a little Suns insider telling me uh, they traded back because that's who they want. But – Here's what yeah, I gotta tell you. As a as a pace or sorry, as a Purdue fan, I'm a huge Romeo Langford guy um, because I don't, I'm not sure. You know, with all that talent, if if I you didn't have Romeo, they might have beat us this year. But because they had Romeo, um, somehow Purdue was able to uh, just pretty much defeat them pretty easily. So I'm a big Romeo guy myself. Yeah. <laughs> Shut well, up. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean Romeo is a question mark, but I. You know, you said Purdue. I like Carson Edwards with that 30 pick we got. I agree. I, I really like that. I think that he has a lot of upside. And it depends on what the Pacers do with that point guard position. Um, of course, we've heard the rumors of Ricky Rubio multiple times. Uh, that makes me want to throw up in my mouth thinking about bringing a mediocre point yeah. guard who can't shoot into the offense. Uh, I absolutely hate that idea. So, you know, with them being limited in cap space now, bringing on a 
T.J. Warren. I would like to see them maybe get off the books of a McDermott and a Leaf to kind of relieve some of that cap space they took on there for Warren and have a little bit of you know flexibility maybe to go out and look at a D'Angelo Russell type player. Uh, we're not really sure what Kyrie Irving is going to do. The Pacers usually don't go after restricted free agents, but I do think that if they bring in Rubio, it's going to be a stopgap thing. He's had injury problems. They're really high on Holiday, but I just I think Carson Edwards is a you know a ready player, and I think that. Pacer fans would absolutely love him off the bench, especially next to Holiday. Those two could be so fun, especially oh, yeah. if Oladipo is not going to be ready for the season. Like Woj reported saying, December or January, you got to have guys that can score, and I think that that's exactly what Carson Edwards can bring to the table. All right, Alex, before we let you go, last question for you. So make, okay. make it good because you're live on Twitter. You can't change this. Um, of course, this will be posted later, so you might be look, made look, made to be look like a fool when people <laughs> listen tomorrow. I want your predictions for the Pacers, pick 18, and at pick 32, I believe they also have pick 50. Do you Who do you see them taking if they stand put, or do you see them making a trade? That's a tough one. And if so, uh, who do they pick at 18? Okay, so I'm just going to assume they stay where they're at. Um, I think trying to predict a trade at this point is way too hard because there's so much movement. If they did make a trade, I would not be surprised. Um, but at 18, I put it on Twitter earlier today, I think they're going to take Bull Bull if he's available. If he's not, I'm going to go with P.J. Washington. That is my pick at 18. At 32, that is just a crapshoot. We don't even know who's going to be on the table. I'll stick with Carson Edwards. And then at 50, if they don't get a center on the first two, the first two picks, Let's go out and get Taco Fall. Why not? Oh, I like it. Uh, big man, seven foot something. They let EK and Iboga go last year. They need some more center depth. And why not go take a gamble on somebody that could be there late in the second round? I like it. But stay away from Admiral Schofield. I don't like Admiral Schofield either. So, uh, But that's somebody they could be high on, too. They brought, they brought a lot of weird second-round players in. For their draft workouts, so it'll be interesting. I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of players that'll fall, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with this draft. I'm extremely excited because of all the movement we've already seen. Okay, I'm asking you. We're just going to throw random trades out to people before the draft just to see what they would say. But okay, here, here's a theoretical trade. You have you got five seconds to decide what you want to do, so that's little to no time. Would you okay. give up Sabonis and 18? For Kevin Love and pick five. Yes, I would. Love it. See, we are, there was split in the group chat. I personally said yes. Uh, the nose basically said Kevin Love's uh, too injured. Um, I said it's worth a chance. He's the stretch four you need. Plus, what you get a four. I'm a huge. I mean, sorry, what you get a five. I'm a huge Darius Garland guy. Like when you hear the podcast, it's just going to be crazy. But I think Darius Garland is the next Damian Lillard. So that's who I would be all over. Save my money. I don't have to go after Ricky Rubio. And I could use that money maybe on a Tobias Harris type. And now we're talking a pretty solid team. So that's what I would do. But we were just talking about it. Just interested to see what you thought. Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with you. Darius Garland at five would be huge. And you get Kevin Lovell, I think it helped him contribute and score the basketball. Uh, while Oladipo is recovering from injury. So, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. All right, man. Well, uh, I know Chris is probably going to get you out of here, but I appreciate you personally coming on with us for sure. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks, Alex. Make sure you guys go follow Setting the Pace on Twitter. I believe it's at Setting the Pace. There's a number, isn't there? 
Yeah, three. Because there's three of us, so we went with the three at the end. They got some big-time interviews. They got Jermaine O'Neal on there, a bunch of other Pacers players, making us look like complete crap. But they are our friends. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate it. We'll have to have you guys on soon. And once again, follow us at Setting the Pace 3. And you can follow me at Alex Golden NBA on Twitter. Sounds appreciate good. Appreciate you guys giving me the, the time to talk about all this. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. All right, we'll see you guys. Enjoy see the draft. It. Thank see you. Later. You too. We're good. All right. All right. Guys, we're live right now on Twitter as we are recording. Um, No one is on the Twitter feed yet, but we are six picks in to the NBA draft. Um, We had Alex Golden on earlier from the Setting Pace podcast. If you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you go check it. We're going to be doing these live videos here all this evening. Don't have a caller on right now. It's just us, Jake Light, Eric Hawk. Guys, six first picks of the draft thoughts. Obviously, I think we all knew Zion was going number one. No surprises there. Uh, to John Morant, he's, uh, he's, he's a stud as well. I think he's, he's a player that's going to have a big impact. I think if I had to put money down early on Rookie of the Year... Might go John Moran, actually, over Zion Williamson. I just think he's going to have the ball in his hands constantly. Um, R.J. Barrett's another guy who apparently is is the pick that all the New York fa- uh, Knicks fans wanted. And then um, kind of going through, I know I just want to hit one guy real quick, Darius Garland. I know he went five. I skipped pick four, but I skipped pick four because I think pick five is – I think Darius Garland is going to be a star. Unfortunately, he's going to be with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, he's a guy I've been begging the Pacers to trade out for. Instead, apparently, we're going to go after Ricky Rubio. So, and also, me. I'm going to cut. I know we're on recording the podcast now, but you guys that are on live right now, send us in your thoughts or questions. We'll read them off as we go. Hawk, go ahead. Yeah, I like it's a big night for dads, as we talked about. We've got a lot of shot of the player's dad. So shout out to all the dads out there. Also, the Louis Oosthaven comparison to, was it Darius Garland? So yeah, yes. that's, you don't see that that much. Also. No, you can't. Yeah, just, yeah. The well, gap tooth man, the golfer, you compare him to Darius Garland. I love that. Really, no surprises. I started off four for four on my uh, mock draft, thirty six point five, and then I got Culver and Garland mixed up, and it looks like Kobe White's going to be going to the Bulls at seven here, from what we look, from what we see from our uh, integrated sources. So I would say, you know, Kobe White for the Bulls. That's a division opponent. I think they're going to maybe try to move Levine. Is that what you've heard, too? Uh, Levine some rumors was, that have gone around. Levine was a possibility. I think more like, more more likely than not, they're going to keep Levine now. The Just rumor was Levine flipping him up. Uh, Levine and whatever that was, pick seven, is that right? Yeah. Pick seven uh, to go up and uh, basically get to pick four. So kind of cool stuff there. But um, I... I, I you know, not Zion, not Ja, not R.J. Barrett, but but between DeAndre Hunter, uh, Jarrett Culver, Darius Garland, and now what we assume would be uh, Kobe White here. Um, anybody you think the Pacers specifically missed out on? I know I've already said Darius Garland, so I've already gone on that rant. Yeah, do you think Zion? <laughs> I said besides this thing. <laughs> okay. Who do you um, got? I mean, it's all kind of a crapshoot, right? I mean, you, yeah, the kind of the separation spread on the talent uh, in there, but. Any of these guys. I mean, hell, Cam Reddish hasn't even drafted yet. He could be a good player in the NBA. There's a lot of guys with a lot of potential. So I wouldn't say necessarily missed out on because you're obviously going to have to trade to get up in there. Something pretty significant. So we're just going to let the chips fall as they may. 
Um, hopefully we get a good player at 18, but probably, we'll probably just get Tyler Harrow, which I'm fine with because that's what I've been predicting for forever now. So whatever happens, I'm comfortable after the T.J. Warren news today. I'm pretty comfortable. Our pick is going to be someone decent. Right. That badass kid sent. Oh, hey, crap. I know that Jake kid. Hi, Jake. Laugh out loud. Hi. Is there a question there? there? That's it. That's it. I, I stretch 44 says move up for Reddish question mark. I, I wouldn't mind moving up for Cam Reddish, though. I have seen some reports out there that – uh, possibly he is uh, not the best worker. I don't think that would work well in this blue-collar city. Uh, but Cam Reddish is probably uh, the best player left. I think you can see in the background Kobe White was officially taken. So things are moving about like we thought. Uh, I would move up for Cam Reddish, but now I'm not sure. You're getting in that territory where I'm not really thinking we give up Sabonis. It would have to be like a package of picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we just hold off. Um, the thing that I'm kind of worried about now is I think – this kind of opens it up for D'Lo to go to like Phoenix or a place like that instead of Indiana. What do you think, Hawk? Uh, Michael Thomas just tweeted D'Lo and Devin Booker on the same team. The NBA is exciting again. So the NBA hasn't been exciting in Michael Thomas's eyes until just now. I don't know what he knows inside sources, but yeah, that looks like a possibility now. Which the Suns were never an option for D'Angelo Russell last week or anything we've been hearing. So that's interesting. It, for sure, but uh, next up, the who we got picking next? Pelicans. It should be, I believe it's the Pelicans up. What an opportunity for them to get Cam Reddish here! Holy cow! Yeah, I think that's um, the mo- makes the most sense. Yeah, just the design connection. Right, we'll and see. I and I also think, um, kind of as this draft's unfolding, it's becoming pretty apparent the Pacers are going to stay. If they do move up, it's not going to be very far. I know you said Tyler Harrow. Um, what guy do you want them to draft? What guy do you hope kind of falls to us? You know, we still got a little bit, you know. I mean, I've all, I, my number one's always been Kelton Johnson. Yeah. But then, obviously, Bull Bull just for the, the high upside risk factor. And then Langford, if he's the if all those guys, if he's the only guy left out of that group, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, what do you think? Cam Johnson, maybe. Uh, some foreign guy, I can't pronounce his name. P.J. Washington, like uh, I like P.J. Washington. I, some foreign guy, I can't I think, pronounce his name. I really, I really think Bull Bull, from Florida State. Bull, no Bull would be so. interesting. Um, another guy that I've been watching over the last couple days, I don't even think I want to try to say his name. Uh, it's the Florida State kid. Uh, yeah, Co- that's the guy. I think is his. Cobbengali. Cobbengali, that's it. Is that a hit? Uh, I think it is. Um, he looked really good, very intriguing prospect. I want to take somebody that's intriguing. I want to take somebody that is going to – I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and think, man, what could he be? Bull Bull is that guy. Bull Bull is that guy. And um, I'm really not into Romeo. So that was I'm the sure question. What, what do you gonna... think about Romeo? I'm really not into him. Oh, um, Romeo, where art thou, Romeo? Yeah, I just, I just think he had such hype going into Indiana, um, and it didn't work out. And um, he does have a lot of upside, but he's got some injury risks. There's just so much uh, that I don't really love about him. I hope I'm wrong if we do take him, but um, I'm hoping he goes a little bit earlier than pick 18, so we don't have to make that decision. Yep. What are the guys just drafted? You said. Rookie of the year for you, John Morant. Yeah. Do you have a rookie of the year guess? Zion. Zion? Okay, I'm going to go with Zion as well. So okay. I'll write it down uh, as John Morant for me. Um, I do think a absolute dark horse here uh, could be a guy uh, like Darius Garland. Uh, it all depends. See, point guard's very tough in the NBA. Yeah. It takes him a year, but 
I just say Garland and Morant, they just they have the ability to take over. I don't know what they're going to do with Colin Sexton. They're going to go two-guard front. They tried to say something about like a Steph and Clay or a McCollum and Lillard. Yeah. They're not built like that. No. So Sexton doesn't shoot it that well. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I would be surprised to see Garland take away minutes from Sexton. Yeah, do we have anything else for this segment? That's it. Let's get back to watching the draft. We'll be right back. And now we have on one of the most recognizable guests that we have on the board ready to pod. He needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. It's Suit Guy. Suit Guy, what is up, man, on draft night? Oh, nothing, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to get and add to the team. I I haven't paid that much attention lately, but now I am. Yeah, I mean, we've had a little bit of a lull. I've been out of the playoffs for a while. Um, so are you watching the draft tonight? Are you just going to kind of follow on Twitter what's going on? Um, I'm watching. I'm watching right now. Good. Anybody uh, Anybody that you have circled for the Pacers? Not not Hero or, or Tyler, whatever his last name is. Yes. Like yes. We would like to uh, – we would like not – for the Pacers not to go that way. Um, we are, uh, we've been talking, we're talking bull bull over here, a little tall guy, you know, a little playmaker going for some upside. Um, what do you think the Pacers need to improve in the draft? What would you like to see them target? Maybe not a specific player, but a position or skill. Uh, probably a point guard, man. Yeah. Or somebody at least that can come off the bench and, and create his own points, I guess. There's, they need somebody score. Yeah, definitely. Excellent uh, analysis by Sue Guy there. <laughs> also, Sue Guy, i got to ask you about this race that you're inviting us to. i got to put you on the spot. When is the race, and what is what are the details of the race? Uh, it's uh, July 13th weekend. It's a Saturday night race. And uh, just wanted you guys to come and put you, put you up in the infield and that that sort of thing if you guys want to do a podcast from there I, I won't be able to spend much time with you guys but we'd love to have you well that's awesome to hear unfortunately i got a wedding that weekend but chris and jake might be interested i think we're in are you guys in preliminarily didn't we say we we're in yeah but you hadn't talked to us about it in weeks so we didn't know if it was still on i know man i've, I've been busy and it's, it's been a crazy month so far and it only gets worse from here but it's, uh, we'd love to have you, and I'm excited to actually meet you guys. Yeah, come. I think I think we are. I mean, I'm not going to say I think we are in. I am in. I've I am pinned, not penciled. I am pinned in for July 13th. Now, I do have a question for you, suit guy. I mean, you have several suits here, so um, what kind of suit would you uh, say the Pacers are wearing now? Are they wearing just a black suit? Are we talking pinstripes? Um, you know, what are they wearing now, and do we need to spice things up a bit? What are people wearing right now? No. What kind of – would you say – if the Pacers were a suit, would they be a flashy suit? Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. That's a good question. I, you know, I, I would say – I think probably like a navy blue suit right now that, you know, they're, they're looking good, but uh, they could use the player. I think they could change it up a little bit, but they're – it's a, it's a sharp suit, but they need some flair on it. Yeah, we need some flair. And I'm telling you right now, I, I by the end of the night, I want to have some more trades. Some pinstripes. I want some pinstripes. A nice lapel. Uh, maybe a bolo tie. Ooh. I need something nice. You a know what bowl, I'm saying? A bull tie. A bull bull tie. What, what, I mean, 
I mean, if oh, you, I like I like the bullet tie. Yes, like that. I'm telling you. So suit guy, um, we, we're probably. I'm not gonna lie to you. We're gonna be meeting you here. It sounds like in like two or three weeks. I mean, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my hands. I'm gonna be sweating. Wear a suit. I might have to wear a suit. Honestly, I don't know. We'll see. It probably will be hot. Is it hot in Kentucky? Oh, yeah, it's hot. It's, it's, I mean, it's a it's a hundred degrees probably on that in that infield on on race day. But it's a night race, so. It's, cools down and uh my my dad actually has a checkered flag suit he's not going to be wearing it because i i instructed him not to but <laughs> you, can, you can find them if you guys want to wear them. a checkered flag suit that's a power move and a half next oh, year's oh yeah. next year pacers games have you bought season tickets yet are you going to be wearing the suit at all the games nope uh, we've, we've got the season tickets i don't know how much i'll be i'll be back this year for them I'm going to be traveling a lot more, but uh, I'll be back for a few games. Well, you got to let us know the games you're at because that's an instant put the money on it. Yeah, it's an automatic win. So, Well, not in the playoffs. I, you know, no gambling in the playoffs right now. Okay, Jesus yeah, couldn't have helped us in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, Jeez, okay, count. calm down. <laughs> we're making the playoffs. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're making sure. the playoffs. Any, uh, any moves you want to see us making in free agency? Maybe D'Angelo Russell. Are you a Ricky Rubio guy? I'm a Rubio guy. I don't, you know, D'Angelo Russell. I, I don't think I won. I think he brings too much selfishness to the team, and I think Rubio is, would be the guy that Rubio or Conley. But I was, did Conley get traded already? He yeah. got traded. He got traded. He's gone. Yeah, so Rubio, I think. I think you're the first guy we've talked to that's been an actively kind of positive Ricky Rubio enforcer. What do you like about Rubio? How do you think he fit this team? I think he manages manages the game well. I think that's what that's what you need, and he can still score a little bit. He's getting old, but I, I think he's he's good for the team. So he's like that old white backup quarterback that every team has. It's a good like game manager, just in case. Yep. Oh yeah, I mean you need everyone needs a uh, Chaz Bash. You need a Flacco on the team. Yep. I like it. Okay, Sugai, I think we are going to let you go here. Pacers pick probably in about 20 minutes, unless they trade up. So um, we'll be looking for your reactions on Twitter. Uh, I know I'm very pumped to see you within the next month or so. So uh, don't be a stranger, and uh, we'll be following up with you uh, for those race tickets. Yeah, yeah, no problem. If you guys guys have an RV, we'll we'll get you a spot in the infield too. (laughs) Do you guys have an RV? Gosh, I don't have an RV. I'm poor. I'm a poor. I'm a school teacher. You got so your like, Chrysler 200. That I got my Chrysler 200. And I can soup that up a little bit. <laughs> well, well, we'll get you guys taken care of. So. Okay. All right, man. All right, see you guys. See you guys later. Love you. Bye right, bye. Love you guys too. Oh, there we go, baby. <laughs> All right, Pacers fans. It's pick 18. We're here. Pick the 18. We're here. We know the picks already been tweeted. We refuse to look We're at our phones. Looking. We have someone else recording us right now. Thank you. Thank you, someone else. Yeah, not mentioned. All right. Tell, All right. So tell picks you want. Literally here, um, Pacers on the clock. Big Nasir Little fan. Yep, that's um, got to be the pick. We want him really bad. Give me Nasir um, Little. That's number God. one. If it's not Nasir Little. It's Bull Bull. <laughs> Keldon Johnson, Brandon oh. Clark, just the short list of guys that I would. Just yeah, there are. The moon. Uh, before this pick's even made, obviously you're following along now. Um, there are there are about five or six guys we're definitely interested in. Uh, the only guy I'm not interested in is Casey Opala. Yeah, 
Not really interested in him. If that's the pick, I might jump off a building. Yep, me too. Um, other than that, there's like five guys. Uh, Kelton Johnson wouldn't be bad. Kevin Porter. Uh, yeah, Kevin Porter. Yeah, Kevin Porter slipping. Him and Nasir Little, very interesting to see how they would fit in with us. Bull Bull's still there. I think we're all just kind of we got three watching. minutes and 40 seconds. Chris, we haven't how, had much of you. How many, you how many people do we have on here right now? 22. 22. Do we have people talking? 21. Are there, are there any 20. questions? Are there any questions? I don't know. How do I, how do I see that? Okay, you, never mind. Not? So, <laughs> no if, you're Apparently listening, there's no if you're listening to this next day, sorry for the... Uh, we didn't prepare for this at all. No, this is... Listen, um, we thought this, this was Tyler weird. Harrow. We thought we it was thought done. We thought it was Tyler Harrow. We thought I Langford. predicted Romeo Langford to start with. He's gone. And thank God he's gone. So, he's three a minutes until the pick. I am going to go with Nasir Little. Wait, they're showing Zion in the middle of the Pacers pick. Did we just trade up? <laughs> I'm going with Nasir Little. Who do you guys pick? I want Nasir Little. Nasir Little bad. would be amazing. I would. Be Just sorry. not. Oh, pick is in. Please not. Casey pick is O'Pala. in. Pick is in. It's already been tweeted. You all know who it is. You're probably saying it right now. We have no idea. <laughs> we refuse us. to look. Here comes oh Adam Silver. Oh my God! Oh, okay. I'm muted. I'm muted. <laughs> oh, better unmute it. Here we go. With the 18th pick in the 2019 NBA draft, the Indiana Pacers select. What the hell? <laughs> are you Are you kidding me? Bullshit. Who the hell is Goga Batadze? What? what the fuck is this? What a joke. What? Oh my god. Selected 18th overall. What? God, go to hell, Tom Cream. Fuck! Alright, alright, here. We're gonna take this over. Oh my god! What are we doing? What the hell are we doing? Who is that? Who is that? I hate this guy! I hate him! Is this a Plumley? This is a Plumley. Look at him! I just dropped it out! What am I watching? What is this, 2006? Oh my god. You gotta slow down Patrick Ewing. Dude, he looks 40! Oh my god, he does! Man, we knew we were taking a white guy. It was a matter of time. I didn't think, I think there's any possibility we took a white guy out there. Get W on the phone. Hurry up. Alright, guys. For those who don't know, we're calling Jeremy W. Miller. He is, he's feisty as hell. I want to jump off a bridge. What the fuck? I want a bridge. Let me jump off of it. Oh, hold on. We got some difficulties. This is a fucking joke. Calling Jeremy W. Miller right now. See if he answers. What's up, boys? Oh, my God! Jeremy! W, what the fuck? What? Do you like this guy? What what the fuck was that? Yes! Yes, thank you! What was that? Who is this guy? I can't believe it. I knew... Oh, I don't know, man. I knew we were going to take a white guy, and I joked. I said, we'd probably take some uncircumcised Euro that nobody had ever heard of, and sure shit, they did. <laughs> Why in the hell do we need him when we've got two centers already? This guy collects Medicare. We're going to to go get something else, what 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 are we doing? Why what Nasir Little's just sitting there. Brandon Clark just sitting there. Two guys that have a lot of potential. They would oh. fill a need in the second unit. Now we're gonna draft this guy. We're and... playing two thousand six NBA basketball right now. We're trying we drafted that I guy to no stop idea. Patrick Ewing is what we just did. Hey. Boys, this had Nate written all over it. 
It had Nate written all over it. He wants to play like it's 1982 again. Well, you can't win like that. I mean. You can't win. We know that. No, you can't you win. Can. You can't win. You, you cannot win like that. It's been proven. We got outrun when we played Boston. We got out-athleted, dude. And now they're bringing in some big, slow, white Georgians? What the hell? <laughs> uh, I'm pissed, man. I really am. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Literally, we were joking. We were like, okay, Bull Bull. I would 100% rather have Bull Bull. At least there's somewhat of an upside. I don't even I don't even know what to say. I, is his name Gaga? Is it Lady Gaga? Lady Did we Gaga. Just Gaga. We just drafted Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. I don't know if it's... Gaga or go go or what? But I didn't want bowl bowl either. We already got one big I tall pussy in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why the hell do we need another one? No, I, I'm not even arguing so. with you. I wanted Nasir Little. We even said okay, Keldon Johnson. We talked ourselves into like five guys, and we took go go. We took go go. We took go go. David Harrison's gonna make fun of this did so anybody, much. Did anybody see where we were looking at this dude? Because I never heard heard of him until right before the pick. Nobody. This is one. He's got to be a Plumley brother. I think yeah. he's a Plumley brother somewhere along the line. <laughs> he looks like one. He. I mean, he's like you said. He's just another big pussy in the line. <laughs> we were so. I mean, what are, are they letting Bird help with the draft? Yes, still? they are. Yeah, he was he at the pre-draft workouts. Whatever, dude. I don't even know I'm what. I'm so disappointed. I don't even like. You know the Spurs are going to take one of these studs because that's just what they do. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. It was such a positive start to the day. You get TJ Warren for basically nothing. He's a decent player, and now we just we just crap the bed, dude. I. Oh, dude, we absolutely shit the bed. And I was scared to death we were going to end up with that pussy Romeo. I was happy as could be when Boston decided they was going to take that albatross. Yeah. And then we end up with Go-Go? Come on. <laughs> I mean, even... I'm, I'm it's comical. It's can't really be real. Even, Kevin, even a mean, guy like Kevin Porter. Like, Kel- Kevin Porter, Keldon Johnson, those guys that can shoot, they're going to be in second units for years to come. And we we, we took a guy. We, we took a guy, best case scenario, he's good in three or four years when Do- Domas is out. That's literally what it was. That's best case scenario. Last year, he averaged 12 points per game and six rebounds in international oh play. International play. Are you shitting me? Six I, could, I could average 12 points a game internationally, boys. I'm not impressed. No. I don't know what Pritchard, what's Pritchard doing. He couldn't run a dog shit factory, man. I'm serious. And and, and everybody says, oh, we got to get D'Angelo Russell. That ain't going to fucking happen, I'm telling you, right now. Oh, and if, if, we can, if we can't get Kimba or D'Angelo, then we just need to stay where we're at with uh, Collison and Canadian Corey, as much as that pains me to say, because Ricky Rubio... That ain't the answer. I mean, no. are we trying to get slower? <laughs> we're trying we're to get the sixty. Trying to secure the sixty. That's what we're trying to do. I like why. Okay, so you draft. So now we take Ricky Ruby. I thought. I thought when we got T.J. Warren, I thought, okay, they finally figured it out. This is a fast oh, place game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's fast paced. You got to play. And now all of a sudden we take Go Go. And now you just got to assume Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio is licking his chops right now, thinking about pay- playing with Go Go. You know that's happening. He's just loving Whatever. every second of this. Fuck that. Ricky Rubio will become my new Tyreek. I swear it will. <laughs> no, the listen. I will spew toward Ricky Rubio. It will be legendary, boys. Here's I can't believe the Pacers have done this to us. I really can't. I and he, 
look, this it's tough to say. Like Tyreek, he deserved to get shit on just because he didn't try at all. Like God love Ricky Rubio, he really does try on defense. He just is slow and sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. I mean, it's not his fault. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Ricky Rubio is going to be doing lines of coke off the back of a toilet seat or anything like Tyreek was, but uh, he still ain't the answer, man. He's not. And if, if they bring him in, I uh, I don't know that I'll watch, man. It's been a depressing year all the way around. I'm telling you. I'm so upset. So. And here's the thing. We got picked 32. Maybe one of these guys fall. But the fact of the matter is, are we stashing this guy? Is this guy a stash guy? He's going to be a mad ants also. Yeah, is he go, are we stashing him for salary cap purposes? I don't know. I'm sure Pritchard's probably spewing shit to Greg Doyle right now. I don't even know what to say. Uh, I, I don't know, dude, but it was a fucking uncircumcised Euro. A big white guy. We are so fucked. I'm telling you. We, 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 we may not make the playoffs next year, boys. We may not make the playoffs. Oh. And if I was Vic, I'd be, if I was Victor down there in Florida, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to slow way the fuck down on the rehab. Fuck <laughs> this. So, uh, I'm disappointed. I'm pissed off. But I'm not surprised. The Pacers do this to us all the time. They really do. All the time. They really do. Literally, they, we we were like, they, they, can't, they can't screw this up. There's like five guys that fell that were supposed to go early. You know, I mean, late in the lottery. We can't screw this up. And we screwed it up. Go, go, baby. Oh, yeah. They shit the bed, boys. They shit the bed. So, O.W., he's going to be full of hatred here for a while, I can tell you. it's. I, I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. I really don't. And I'm usually not at a loss for words, but this is probably the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen them do. It's like they're trying to piss off I've the never seen. Base. W has been pissed a lot. I have never yeah, heard this of this pretty pissed. <laughs> Okay, okay, is there anything they could do at pick 32 that would make you feel better? Or is it pretty much just a lost cause? Oh, fucking go-go, pick and win. It don't matter who they fucking draft at 32, bud. If Pritchard's smart, if Pritchard's smart and he wants to keep the fan base, because it's going to be a shit show until Victor comes back, he will re-sign Lance Stevenson and bring him back just to put asses in the seat. So... I mean, I am not going to tune in to watch fucking Gogo and Miles Turner pussyfoot around down there in the paint and watch Miles Jack Threes and fucking Corey Joseph pound the ball into the floor like Travis fucking best. I'm telling you, it's it's ridiculous. It really, really is. So, I, I mean, I was, I was pumped, too. I was like, Little's falling to us. Clark's there. We're going to do all right. And then they bring out Gogo. You even Keldon, even Keldon Johnson. I would have taken uh, Keldon. Oh, I'm sick. I don't even what? know what's up. I would have took Carson Edwards. Oh yeah, over Go Go. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I would have took Carson Edwards over Go Go. What the fuck is a Go Go? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm gonna have to get on the internet and look him up. But you said he only scored 12 points a year over there and put the European oh, basketball. My. So. Listen, I got okay. W, did you see the picture of? Zion Williamson like getting mobbed by the media and then that poor white guy no one asking him any questions. Did you see that picture? Yeah. Yeah, it was Go Go. Go Go was the one not getting any questions asked. That picture's nah, gonna be legendary one day. It, it's ridiculous, dude. It is. I don't know what the Pacers are doing if they're trying to piss off the entire fan base or whatever. I mean I thought we 
I was pretty good. Victor went down, and I'm like, all right, this is a lost cause. Let's let the young guys play a little bit. And in my opinion, we didn't we didn't give Holiday enough minutes. Not even close. To know what he is. No. That's what you I know? said. As soon so, as his ass went I mean, down, as soon as Vic went down, it should have been the Holiday Show. Let's see what happens. Even if he's not good, you're still playing in the East. You're still going to make the playoffs. I mean, what? I mean, we could have done any yeah. worse in the playoffs. You might as well let the young kids play. I don't. I don't get it. So. I don't know. I'm at a loss. I don't know what to say. I don't either, boys. It is what it is. It's it's beyond me. It really, really is. I hope they've got something big planned for us because if, if Go-Go and getting T.J. Warren, who averaged a pretty good percentage on a shitty team out there in Phoenix, if, if that's what they're feeding us and telling us, yeah, come on and watch this all season, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. So Okay, uh, well – I'd rather watch Snail Spot than watch that, to be honest. <laughs> that's that's so. got to be the rap, right? You got to that. W, we appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully you can calm down, but uh, we want to calm down too with you. Thanks a lot. And, uh, all right, boys. Peace be with us be all. Safe. See you. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right, Pacers fans, uh, after that stunning pick, we love the pick. Go-Go Gadgets, easy. I mean, if you can get Go-Go Gadget at pick 18, you almost have to do it. Everyone knows you got to have three centers in the NBA um, to be successful. So, uh, Dewan, um, please talk us off this ledge um, because it's bad right now, Dewan. I, 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 I hate it. I don't know. I might just be on the ledge with you guys. I don't, <laughs> don't want to hear that. <laughs> you were supposed to be the guy. Say it again. I said you were supposed to be the guy that made me feel better about this. I mean, I don't. I literally, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. My hands are just kind of here. I don't like. We just drafted another center. I mean. We joked about it, white guy, yada, 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 and we knew all was going to happen. We called it 10 hours ago. We're going to take the best white guy available, and we can't even do that right. <laughs> we really can't. <laughs> so, here's a little optimism for me, because I, I only see that because I haven't seen a guy play. But if he's 19, and he can stretch the floor, and supposedly well, shoot the three. You know, in the day and age where you got a book located six six three the game, then I'm you know, I'm a little more optimistic about that. And then at that pick, like who do you who do you pick? I mean, I look on the bright side, it could have been Bungle Bowl, you know, like I I don't think I'd have liked that pick either. No so it's a little little bright side to it. Okay, okay, I think I would have rather had Nasir Little for sure, Keldon Johnson for sure. This is off the top of my head. I'm not even, like, looking at it. Brandon Clark. And honestly, I probably would have rather had Bull Bull, I think. I mean, he at least has more upside than Go-Go Gadget. Well, I don't think so. Like, for me, like, when 7-3 got picked, like, I don't know if he personally I would take that chance. And I do like the fair building and, you know, Kevin Johnson and Kevin Porter Jr. Um, I, I don't understand why you don't go with a wing at that spot. But I kind of understand the concept of if, if guys just keep falling, maybe if you're at 32, then, you know, maybe you end up with, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. But I feel like, uh, you know, getting two wings at like 18 and 32, 
I felt like that would have been a big win for the Pacers, not a third center. So now it makes me feel like, you know, something's going to happen with the ball this time. Dude, anything. I honestly, like... I would have been okay if they would have reached and like even took Carson Edwards. I mean, I know I'm a Purdue guy or whatever, but that guy's going to bring scoring. Like, what are we doing with these centers? I don't. I I literally I couldn't tell you what the heck's going on there for a couple picks afterwards. I was kind of hoping somebody just traded up, and then Nate came out saying that they didn't even they didn't even do the research on him because they thought that he was going to be gone well before pick eighteen. Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. It's the only one that thought that. So, we're pretty much like, this just kind of camouflaged the whole two-day one and get an extra piece on. Now we don't, you know, it just makes me sit to myself and think about the video stuff. I just, I don't know what to do. I don't want to put it, like I said, on the back side of the guy. He's 19, but he's sure it's going to you know, and so be it. But I don't, you know, you need to draft somebody to make Impact on your team, and I don't feel like this guy does that, especially with him being his third center. But you know, hey, you know, Indiana Blue Wing Ridge Miller got you because they wanted the hometown boy, so you never know. Are you going to be at the Pacers shootout this year now? Fan jam. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I, I'll try to make that. I'll try to make that for sure. So you're still, you haven't, you haven't given up your Pacers jersey yet for a Hawks jersey. Not yet. No, but I'll probably go to my Hawks game and face it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Three, three games a year, but I'll probably I'll go to a lot of hunting. I'm, I'm, I really like what they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to. Anyway, it's hard not. It's hard not to be a Hawks fan down there at this point after what they've done lately. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I still go to games. Still have my faces, man. Um, yeah, they're gonna be excited to watch them. It's gonna be. I want to see what they do with Herder and. Cam Johnson and DeAndre Hunt, how they mix those guys up. Yeah. With the two, uh, with the big that they're going to have down there. Yep. Uh, what's the next? Yeah. So Collins, yeah. Dwan, I really wish I could be happier because it's always a pleasure talking to you, but it's pretty much just taking everything out of me. <laughs> I mean, I was throwing pillows. I went crazy. There was like five guys. I'm just like, hey, just take one of them. I don't. Yeah, I really. Kelvin Kelvin was my kid. Like, after everything kind of settled down and I'm talking to the Patriots, I was like, cool. If Kevin's there, let's just grab him. And then, you know, it's not a kid. And, you know, uh, Kevin Ford is kind of being 32. So let's grab him. Like I said, Williams would have been a win. And then, you know, you can just go get a third center. Like, I don't see the need to draft one. But, you know, who knows? I keep hearing good things about this guy. So, you know, maybe, maybe he's the next best thing to play. He's going to be like a joke. You, you must be seeing. You, does his mom have Twitter? Because that would be the best, the most positive things I've seen is if his mom had Twitter talking about how great he was. Yeah, that's that's all I'm hearing. So, you know, I was just trying to tell my cousin, like, he said, he's got some good. But when you look at that uh, press conference they had yesterday, I couldn't tell you about it. This guy could be amazing, but the fact we have three centers, I mean, he's. The time he's going to get on that court is maybe, what, 10 minutes a game? Like, oh, maybe. There's got to be, like... He, to me, even. this guy looks like a worse version of Alex Lynn. That's literally what he looks... God, that's just... He so looks awesome. like a worse version of Alex Lynn. Yeah, yeah. I think I thought what he was saying. He looks like uh, Pete Hunter. <laughs> 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 that might be a winner. <laughs> All right. All right. 
Why we got you on here? Who's one free agent you want the Pacers to target now? Now after we have three centers, we we are good on that end of the court. Who's somebody else you want the Pacers to look at? Um, of course everybody's gonna be at Lawrence. Of course. Um, but um it's you know, I feel like we're gonna use another stop yet point guard and you know, I would rather spend my money on like the touch of Beverly than on uh, you know, Richard Rubio. And yeah. if we're you know, it all depends on if we're trying to resign Boyan. Hopefully that's the goal because, you know, maybe you can play, you know, T J um Warren that is at the three <laughs> and maybe have like boy out of the key. I don't know. You can kind of push things up. That's what I like when you play. Because you can kind of, you know, plug and play them at any position. But hopefully, the other ones, they make a, a qualifying offer to somebody that kind of excites the fans and, you know, just gets, you know, the pace of nation back hype. But this whole mediocrity thing is not really like. Well, at least we got T.J. Leaf. I got, I'm arguing with a guy about how good T.J. Leaf is, so that's where Pacers Twitter's at right now. <laughs> they are in the dumps. <laughs> this guy's telling me T.J. Leaf's the second coming of Jesus, and I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the dumb guy that just doesn't get it. I don't know, but I I don't I think in today's NBA you probably shouldn't draft slow white guys that can't score. Like I feel like if you're gonna win, you probably you want to have so? shooters, like. We perimeter guys, perimeter guys maybe you know. a guy to distribute the ball a little bit. Yeah, but no, go go yeah. Plumlee. Because the the Spurs just took a guy who was not a, a Croatian, like Luka or something. He seemed to look more versatile yeah. than uh, the Golden guy. So I felt like you know, like hey, like you know, Spurs can always get it. Like you know, they're good at drafting white guys and foreigners and stuff like that. Yeah, so maybe maybe yeah. Kevin Pittman was something we don't know, but that's just a lame excuse to say, "Hey, you just kept falling." So, no, nah, you you, you I feel like you should draft his need, but maybe they feel like he's a better talent. He kept falling because nobody wanted him. That that's the facts of the day. Say that again. He he kept falling because nobody wanted him. Is what I said. Uh yeah, that's a, that's a pity draft. Yeah. All right, Dwan. Well, thank you for your time, as always. Thanks for uh, trying to talk us off the ledge a little bit, but then joining us on the ledge as well. So <laughs> we're kind of right back where we started, but it's always a pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure, fellas. Stay born ready. All right, take yeah. it easy.